0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everyone's favorite podcast, mine included. And I don't even listen to it or any other podcast. It's Holly Shook. I'm Ryan. Hey. And I'm joined, as always, from across the entire world in LA. <laughs> it's Armin. Hey, arms.
1: I'm literally across the world from you, Ray.
0: It's the time zones for me. Like, two hours just seems insane to me. Like, we could be. Two hours could really be two different parts of the day, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, if we record in the mornings and, like, it's, nine, a- it's like, 10 a.m. for you, but it's noon for me, like, that feels like two totally different parts of the day, you know?
1: Right. I'll be wrapping up my coffee and you're wrapping up your lunch. Right. Well, yeah.
0: I'm, it's 2.30 for me right now and I'm drinking coffee still, so I have... Mental instability problems, but
1: (laughs) no, not at all. Actually, that's my afternoon coffee time, too. So, in two hours, I will join you by having a coffee.
0: Oh, how it goes! How that coffee goes.
1: But see, at that time, you'll be starting happy hour,
0: right? Exactly. Well, happy hour also is at 2 30 for me sometimes, but (laughs) um, I'm so excited for today's podcast. We're gonna do we're gonna kind of go back to our roots a little bit. In terms of current events, uh, we're going to go with a celebrity news rundown of the week. Mm -hmm. A lot happened this week, I would say less in celebrity news and more in like pop culture
1: news, if that makes sense. Entertainment news.
0: Entertainment news, for sure. Um, Because a lot, a lot got shaken up on our, um, our broadcast schedule, if that makes sense. Does anything I say make sense? Nothing
1: you say ever makes sense. Um, but yeah. I think I get where you're going at, if that makes sense. Um, it doesn't. It but does. <laughs> Ideally, nothing will make sense on this podcast. We're not going to make sense today, which makes it a good old fashioned episode, a good old fashioned rundown, a fashdown, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. And what I meant to say was I think I get what you're going for. There we go. Yeah. Which is that we cover celebrities and why do we know our celebrities? well we know them for what they do on the screen and a lot is being shaken up on the screen
0: absolutely and as someone who spends hours upon hours watching said screens i have opinions to share this week
1: what's your daily screen time
0: like phone or tv
1: all all computer tv phone ipad
0: ew ipad who am i my mom
1: I'm looking at you on an iPad right now.
0: I know, but I've never used an iPad. My mom's like obsessed with her. She doesn't have a computer. I'm like, what is this? The 21st century? (laughs) Uh, I would say my screen time, I don't know, it depends. TV time, I would say I usually watch, on average, I'd say I probably watch two hours of TV a day Mm -hmm. because there's days where I don't watch any TV and then there's days where I watch like four to five hours. And just like stay up till three in the morning. So I would say averagely between the seven days, I probably watch two hours of TV a day. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm f- literally only knowing that time based off Real Housewives episodes that I've been binging. Mm-hmm. And I would say like on average, yeah, I- I'll watch an episode a day and then maybe I'll watch four episodes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just Real Housewives for you um phone it really depends I I try not to be on my phone like all the time like if I'm with friends I'm not really touching my phone because I'm like a good person Mm -hmm. um I don't really like go on my phone if I'm watching tv either like I'm not doing double screen time
1: but you also tweet every 30 minutes I
0: tweet pretty sporadically um at a defined schedule of 30 minutes (laughs) so I don't know what about you you watch a good amount of tv I'd say
1: I love TV. I don't know how much TV I watch. I watch a good amount of TV. But there's some days I don't watch any TV. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I always go to sleep with TV on. Mm. Right? But it doesn't yeah. mean I'm watching it. I just like turn it on. It's on the background. I'm doing the stuff I do before I go to bed, brush my teeth. But I'm not really watching. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just be on my phone even, and it's just on the background. I like the background noise. What can I say?
0: I get that. I get that. Um, You do be tweeting more than I do be tweeting, though, I would say.
1: Lately, I've been all over the twit box. You tweet,
0: like, important things about, like, politics and stuff, and I tweet, like, (laughs) about, like, how drunk I got.
1: (laughs) Which is very important.
0: Yeah. We have two different um, Twitter audiences, I would say.
1: I don't really have a Twitter audience. You've got a Twitter audience. I just like to retweet things I like.
0: You have we have different Twitter um, aesthetics. Let's just go with that then. Yeah, mine's a mess. Yours is also a mess, but in a different way. <laughs>
1: um, exactly. All right. Well, Speaking let's... of messes,
0: enough of that. Speaking of messes, um, we're just going to kind of go through news that happened this week and basically just give you guys our very much needed and anticipated reactions mm-hmm. and opinions that people have been on the edge of their seat waiting for. Mm-hmm. So first, uh, first and foremost, if you guys have been following us, I think on Patreon we covered the Ellen scandal and this Mm -hmm. week she made her first statement um, coming out and she is coming back to the show so we speculated would she come back would she not come back after all this would she get a replacement host you know how is it going to go down and she's officially coming back as the host of the Ellen show. And it's coming back, I think, like, September 18th or something. I think it comes back
1: next week. Yeah, it's around the corner.
0: And not a long statement, but they announced the premiere date. They announced that Ellen would be coming back. And her only quote in regards to what's going on was, and yes, we will talk about it. Which I I couldn't decide if I loved that or hated that. Like, it felt very... Like egotistical of like, and yes, we'll talk about it. like
1: I kind of live for like, the drama of it though.
0: I live for the drama too. I'm like I it's like so like cryptic, but like obviously we know what she's talking about, but it's also so like you all know what I'm talking about.
1: It's not a clean PR statement where someone would go, I will be addressing the accusations of abuse and a toxic workplace on my season premiere of the Ellen show. Right. Like it's not a clean statement like that as if that was clean, but you know, imagine that polished. You indeed. should
0: get into PR. I mean. I've thought about um,
1: it, um, but it's like, no, we're going to talk about it. It.
0: Like, I kind of love it because like you said, like we would expect the PR, like we are saddened and disheartened by the accusations put against us and will be happy to explain, answer any questions, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Maybe I should get in PR. That was great. Thank you. My voice sounded really weird, but Thankfully <laughs> hey, like the- those
1: are all written. It's just copy. True. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does the podium shit anymore. Like, you're not going to have to go up in front of a bunch of media members, a bunch of press and paparazzi, and give a statement.
0: If I were to do PR, I would want that. Like, I would Mm -hmm. want the old-fashioned, like, mic stand on the steps of, like, some official government building. Essentially, that scene from the movie musical Chicago, where they're all puppets and, like, bouncing around.
1: What happened, what happened to PR people being famous? Because right. you would be in PR for the fame, but that doesn't exist anymore. PR people used to have their own modicum of fame. If you read those old people articles, it would be like mm. public relations guru, like Mike Smitherson. Uh, oh. <laughs> they had weird names back in the 90s.
0: A, a PR classic, Mike Smitherson. That oh, Mike guy. Smitherson. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of miss the old timey like make like we will be making a statement at 1:15 PST like on the steps of the library. Like please come with notepads and papers and pens. Which I don't know if they did that, but
1: like, yeah, you know, you know, whenever Julia Roberts's PR person had to make a big statement about one of her '90s scandals, they did it in front of the LA Public Library. I just
0: feel like the library is like kind of like a common meeting ground. It doesn't really make too much of a statement, but everyone kind of like knows where it is, and it definitely has big steps so they can go on. For me, it's the steps. They need the big steps. And all the press has to be on the bottom of the steps. What a
1: courthouse? I feel like you're describing a courthouse scene in a I movie. am
0: describing a courthouse. And in my head, <laughs> it is a courthouse. Because I'm thinking of that scene from the movie Musical Chicago. <laughs> but I don't want it to be a courthouse because it's not like legal. Right. So I'm thinking, like, what's the next step in terms of like very big buildings? And for some reason, library is just kind of like ringing for me so
1: i like it because you could check out a book after
0: right kind of like also helps to support local businesses um libraries oh. are a dying fad and we need to all go check out books from the library even though i famously don't do that um my mom is trying to get me to get a library card because there is one like two blocks away from my apartment mm-hmm. but like i'm not reading a book in two weeks you know and then i'm gonna have to recheck it out it's like a whole thing
1: do you have a kindle
0: I can't read on screens. We already talked about screens. I'm not a screen reader. I need the book in my hand. I need to do the thing where you like fold it over and like hold it at different angles. Like
1: I need that. I got a Kindle for the first time. I'm loving it. And you could check out books from the library on it. (sighs) I could try a
0: Kindle. I just, I like, this is such a tangent. I like a (laughs) book in my house. Like I have two bookshelves. I have them all over my house. I've read four of the 30 that I own, but like I just like having them. And then people like think I'm smart when they come over. I also always browse people's bookshelves at their house, which I don't know if that's an invasion of privacy, but I love looking at people whose books.
1: No, it's not. Medicine cabinet is. That's what you're thinking of. Mm -hmm. Books is out there to be an extension of your personality, right? So what people put out there, it's a little bit telling. Of who they are, what they're interested in, mm-hmm. and what they're learning, what they're reading, what they're not reading.
0: Right. It's just embarrassing when people come over and they're like, "Oh my god, did you like this book?" And I'm like, mm, "Haven't read it." And they're like, "What about this one?" And I'm like, "Haven't picked it up." <laughs> um, and I, it's all of my books. I've read four books. You do such but, a good um, job
1: of keeping your books so clean and nice and almost looking untouched,
0: untouched and new. Um, and it's because they are. But anyway, back to Ellen. (laughs) Um,
1: That jump from Ellen to somehow like reading books on Kindle. That was a great tangent. That was awesome. That was lovely. Back
0: back to our roots here at Holly Shook. Um, Just Hollywood news. And I don't know. I'm excited. I will not be watching this Ellen show, but I'm sure I will see clips of it. And I will see what she says and does.
1: We have to for our job here. So we will.
0: Right, our high-paying job is requiring us to do that. So I am excited to see how she responds. I feel like it's going to be, what were you calling her, like angry Ellen? Not angry Ellen. Defiant Ellen. Defiant Ellen, yeah.
1: And I feel like dismissing it, and I'm calling it it now, but dismissing the toxic workplace allegations, dismissing the abuse allegations as just it, indicates to me that she's going full defiant Ellen. She's going to say there was no abuse here. No sexual abuse or otherwise no emotional abuse because that was an allegation, right? Her executive producer was like yelling and berating assistants or something. I forget all the details. And then, of course, the whole overall toxic workplace culture, which included racism and sexism. I think she's going to dismiss all of it. Fake news. Fake fucking news. That's what Ellen's going to say.
0: I could see her doing that. I hope she does not. I mean, didn't they fire people? Like, people have been fired, so it can't be like, that didn't happen, but they're fired.
1: She's going to say it was all them. It wasn't her.
0: Oh, yeah, no. I don't think she's going to take any credit. But I think she's Mm going to, like, admit that it was happening and that maybe she, like, the wool was pulled over her eyes, Mm -hmm. which is a phrase. So (laughs) I'm excited to see. I hope she's kind of defiant, but I also hope... I don't know. Maybe it's a brand change. You know how people change their brands during scandals? We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe her new punchline, instead of be kind to everyone, will be like, be a fucking bitch to everyone you meet. And everyone will be like,
1: yeah. Bully people. Bullying Mm -hmm. works.
0: Mm -hmm. We've proven that bullying works here on the show.
1: But we only advocate bullying in very specific circumstances. Like when uh, those phony-ass doctors advocate for mass death and murder we bully those guys. Right, right, right,
0: right, right. Um, if Ellen's new thing is bully, I will probably get behind it actually. So,
1: <laughs> did you see that story that was like Ellen finally makes dramatic changes to her workplace benefits? Oh, Employees yeah. now receive five days off a year, and it's like, what the fuck? five paid days off a year before? I mean, they could take days off obviously, but it wouldn't be paid vacation five paid vacation days a year
0: okay armin you're conveniently leaving out a huge addition to that which is you also get your birthday off (laughs) okay so (laughs) don't try to slander her they get six paid days off unless their birthday does not fall during the season
1: no, they get their birthday off, but that's not a paid vacation day. That doesn't count. It's not
0: paid. They just—you cannot work on your birthday, but you also cannot get paid. <laughs> you, you have the well, option that... of
1: not showing up to work, but we're gonna have to dock your pay.
0: So fucking dumb. Um. All right, can't wait to hear about that. You guys will be getting your reactions, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Okay. So next big change in our broadcasting schedule. <laughs> I love that these are all changes in my broadcasting schedule of shows that I have never watched in my entire life. I was Um, about to
1: say, there is not one change to your broadcasting schedule.
0: Well, the last one kind of is.
1: Yes, Um, that's true.
0: Obviously, unless you're living under a frickin' rock, you've heard Mm -hmm. that Keeping Up with the Kardashians has come to a close. And is over for good. What do you think, Armin? You're more in tune with the card you've kept up with the Kardashians I would say more so that I have
1: in the tabloids not on the show
0: right so you didn't watch the show either
1: I was an early adopter I watched season one wow oh yeah when the the premiere came out I tuned in I was interested because they exploited the Ray J Kim sex tape to launch that show right and I was interested in all that stuff um at that time still am I think it premiered while you were in high school.
0: Yeah, I mean, what? It's been, didn't they say 14 years and like 14. 22
1: seasons or some shit? Yeah, so it premiered, I want Too to say, long. either eighth grade or, or freshman year of high school. And I was into it. I watched a, like the first four or five seasons, all the Take Miami shit, like Chloe and Courtney Take Miami. Love it. forgot. You forgot about that? I mean, I never watched them, but like I just
0: forgot they had so many spin-offs.
1: Those were actually good, at least from what I remember. Um, it was all junk. I mean, but entertaining nonetheless. I haven't watched for a long time. However, I have kept up with them in the tabloids because it's impossible not to. They are everywhere. They make sure they're everywhere. That's their right. shtick that they are they they, they are the light that that moths are attracted to and the moths in this analogy are the tablets right mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i actually heard a, a theory and maybe it was like actually a scientific theory um when i was younger that moths are not attracted to light they're attracted to darkness and on the opposite side of a light bulb in their head is like complete darkness like uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yes. So that they travel around the light bulbs is because they are trying to get to the darkness on the other side of the light, but they're too stupid because they're like a moth. So they don't really have like much brain, I would assume, because they're so small. That they keep going around the light bulb and trying to chase the darkness, but then obviously on the other side of the light bulb is just more light. So that's actually from what I understand, why moths do that.
1: The analogy gets even better, by the way, because, like, tabloids chasing darkness. Mm-hmm. That's deep. It's perfect. Um. But, yeah, the Kardashians want to be tabloid fodder. Even if they aren't doing anything tabloid fodder-worthy, they then try to do something tabloid fodder-worthy or leak information to the press. That is their lifeblood, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I've kept up with them. How I feel about this show ending, I feel like it's time. Finally. Sure. I texted you that. You sent me the link, and I was like, finally. It's it's enough. 22 seasons, 14 years. We've had enough of them on this show. Let's see if they could succeed doing something different. They have enough foundation now to, I think, be too big to fail. They're worth billions of dollars. Um. So I'm actually a little bit interested to see, like, where they take this without staying in the public eye or if they try to stay in the public eye through a different avenue. Does that make sense? Like, are they going to try to do their business thing without being on TV and being in the tabloids? Or are they going to launch new shows? I mean, Chloe already has an, her own show, Revenge Body. Is that going to continue? Or are they off reality TV entirely? There's a lot of questions here.
0: You were famously on Revenge Body, Armin.
1: For for one second, well, a little more than one second. I wasn't a participant in Revenge Body, um, but our friend Eddie was on Revenge Body, and I was, you know, one of his friends that showed up and hung out with him.
0: You're downplaying it. You are Eddie's friend. There was a caption for your line <laughs> about ordering fries for the table at a restaurant, and it captioned our Eddie's friend, and then Armin has wine. It's incredible how humble you are being such a reality star. Uh, If you guys (laughs) didn't see Armin on Revenge Body, you definitely have to check it out. It's so good.
1: I think I'm actually the first person shown on the episode. Oh my god,
0: Armin's like oh, okay, I was barely on it. He's like but I was the first person shown on the episode (laughs) and then I have this line and then for 45 seconds I'm on screen like there's everything about it, trying to play it down as hell. (laughs) Uh,
1: That was fun to shoot though.
0: It was a great episode. Um yeah, I mean, I can't imagine them not, you know, they're not they're not gonna like fade to the background by any means. They all have their own like kind of business endeavors, from what I understand. Um they do like makeup and stuff, and like Chloe like has children and so does Courtney. Um, so does Kim.
1: So does and Kylie. Kylie.
0: Kylie does so Kendall's the only one without babies?
1: Kendall's the holdout right now. I did
0: see a story that it was Kendall talks about how she feels being the stoner of the family. And I was like, what? <laughs> so Kendall's like smoking weed or something. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Not excited. Cause I don't really care, but I'm inter- interested to see what they do from here. Um, do you think you guys- people
1: would still want to buy their lip kits and Kim's leggings or whatever the hell she's selling now? Mm-hmm. If, they aren't watching them on television. I feel like enjoying yeah. them on keeping up with the Kardashians is what then drives people to want to buy their product.
0: I get that. But like, they're so, I honestly like didn't even know the show was still on. Like I just, I never really watched it, but I feel like they're just such a zeitgeist to use one of your words. Um, <laughs> I invented you... it. <laughs> uh, that that people are going to just, I people will just like them no matter what. They're too it's... big to fail. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like yeah. they'll be fine. Um, I think it's time. It's been a long time. They're not even like real people to me anymore. They never have been. Okay. But like I feel like people liked them starting off because they were like relatable but rich. And then now they're like just crazy and like so unrelatable and like nothing about their life is relatable. Um, See, that's I what I liked
1: about the first few seasons. They weren't that rich. Right. They were much more relatable back then. Right. Right. They were wealthy, but they're obscenely rich now, right? And I just feel like
0: they're so famous that it's like impossible to like even get what they're saying. I spew <laughs> this as I've literally never seen a single. But uh... but they
1: literally, I mean, again, I don't watch, but this is my impression of the show. They they get into arguments about like, I can't believe that you bought me a red Lamborghini. For Christmas, like you know it's my least favorite color. What a prank. And it'll be like, ha, I red. got you. I bought you a Lamborghini as a prank because it's red and you hate red. Like and shit like that.
0: Like, Give it away. <laughs> um yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> and by the way, we
1: haven't watched this show. <laughs> in years. Well, I haven't watched it in years. We've never watched it. I've, I love this.
0: It. I've seen, like, one episode, maybe, or two episodes from, like, early seasons. We have but, such a great imagination, Ray. I see all the viral clips and, obviously, all that stuff. um. But I just couldn't keep up, you could say. And <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: didn't want to. Um, I had more to say about moths, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, my actually favorite, and I, I hope you have an opinion on this. I hope you have an opinion at all, Armin.
1: I sometimes do.
0: Um, My my, it's more. This is definitely more entertainment slash pop culture news. Mm -hmm. But the Oscars came out with um, regulations and rules for how to if you can be nominated for Best Picture. I don't have them pulled up. Obviously, you guys know we don't do research on this um, Mm -hmm. this podcast. But I remember the general guidelines. Um, Essentially, like the main characters. Like, there's, like, four rules you have to meet. And, like, one of them's, like, one of the main characters has to either be, like, a person of color or, like, a woman or, like, a gay person or, like, someone who's a minority, quote-unquote. And then, like, the storyline has to focus on that. But, like, the character can't, like, their whole storyline can't be, like, I'm gay. Like, there has to be, like, more depth to them or something. <laughs> and then, like, the the staff has to be made up of, like, I think it's, like, a third of the staff has to be made up of, like, the same categories. Basically, like, not forcing diversity, but, like...
1: If you want, want to win an award. If you want to be nominated.
0: To, it, yeah. And it's just for Best Picture. So you could still get nominated for other stuff without meeting these regulations, but all the Best Picture nominees have to f- check off... W- one of the categories of each of the four rules
1: so i actually read up on this before we started the pod how dare you do research i know i couldn't help it um i don't remember all the details but there were actually four sets of criteria Mm -hmm. um and again i don't remember all the details but from my understanding you only had to meet two of the four one Mm -hmm. was the on screen which you described whether it's the main characters or the secondary characters. Two was the off-screen, so people working um, in production. Mm. And then three was the executives. There had to be diversity in the... Yeah. And the executives who were doing the marketing, if yes. I remember correctly. And then there was a category on internships.
0: Oh, my God, yeah, the internships. Were right. Set.
1: And yeah. if I remember correctly, you only had to meet two of the four.
0: Okay, cool. So, so if you let's... had
1: a diverse set of marketing execs and interns, you can apply to be nominated. <laughs> or I guess you could you could try to be nominated anyway and maybe you aren't qualified. And or if you have like a main character plus a marketing yeah. executive, again, you just have to I think have a combo of two of those four sets of criteria.
0: I love that cuz I just imagine like a super diverse group of, like, interns and executives and then just, like, all white people. In right, cast. right. <laughs> and we're like, wow, representation really matters. This is, like, really making a difference. Uh, Watch I think
1: that it's... happen, though. Watch that happen.
0: It absolutely will happen. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's a step in the right direction. I kind of... It's, like, so Hollywood, as someone who's an expert on the industry, um, to like, make rules for this to happen. Like, if that makes sense? Like, it can't just happen naturally. Like, it's like, this should be happening regardless. Like, there should be diverse casts, diverse crews, diverse stories, you know, stories of people whose stories don't get told very often. That should just happen, happen naturally. But I guess, you know, making this a little bit of a regulation is better than nothing, so it's a step in the right direction. I just, like, wish... They didn't I wish there wasn't like an incentive, you know,
1: like well they don't want to address I, the root cause of all this, right? Because that would be too big. And I don't yeah. think the Academy <laughs> is interested in that. Uh not that they would have much to say in actually addressing the root causes of systemic racism. So they throw out these quotas and um is it well intentioned? I don't know. It could be totally cynical. It could be a cynical PR ploy. Yeah, to be honest,
0: I mean we're both experts in PR, so we see right through it. But um, I I like it, but I'm also like, there's like the incentive now. Like, well, I want the award, so I'm going to do it. And like, I just think that's stupid, and you shouldn't be doing it just to get considered for an award. You should just do it because that's like how the world is. Um, But
1: But you know, you're going to get those careerist filmmakers who don't give a shit about movies but they care about the awards that go on their mantle. Yeah. And True. they're going to try to meet these requirements like you say, you know, not out of any real desire to have diversity and inclusion. Yeah. But purely for cynical reasons they want to win. And they'll win at all costs. So and we'll see that. You know, you know who was famous for trying to win at all costs? Harvey hmm. fucking Weinstein
0: right
1: he was a piece of shit who really gave a fuck about winning academy awards he was nominated all the time for them because that that was a huge pursuit of his and he would identify okay what kind of movies um are attractive to the academy and he wasn't actually a guy i think that really gave a fuck about art you know what i mean no he just wanted to make money and win awards
0: Yeah, and just hold power over people like a fucking psychopath.
1: So I think these same sort of people are going to exploit uh, these new rules.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens and which movies get nominated. And you know what also will be really interesting? Like a movie that has buzz or something, you know, and like is like really critically acclaimed, but then doesn't meet the requirements. So then can't even get potentially nominated. That will be fun to watch
1: watch rye this is going to create a whole industry there is going to be a new consultant class that is built purely for making sure your movie meets these requirements yeah in fact not just two of the four but make sure you reach all four so they could say hey look at us we did it meanwhile who's who's sitting at the top it's going to be some old white guy yeah (laughs) and he just wants to fucking put another award on his mantle and pat himself on the back for being diverse yeah, so, I mean, look, it's going to increase opportunities, though. True. That's one definite positive consequence. Um, I just think that the motivations are cynical.
0: Now I at least have a chance to become the next big movie star, like I've been trying to be for, like, years on end as a very famous and serious actor that I am. There you go. Thanks, Academy. Um. Okay, moving on to our last um little... What was I calling it? Our... Broadcasting Broad- shakeups. Yeah. Our broadcasting shakeup. Um, to nobody's surprise, if you watch Real Housewives of ne- or Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Denise Richards has announced that she will not be coming back after two seasons only. And she kind of got dragged through the mud this season. Mm-hmm. I have not watched this show until this season. I did watch this current season, um, and Denise Richards went through the ringer, honey. And I don't blame her for not wanting to come back, but I also am like. I feel like she is giving up in a way, but um, what's your opinion? You are a bravaholic. You are a Mm -hmm. real Housewives historian. So I want to know what you think.
1: I think it's a disappointing run, uh, considering all the hype for Denise when she was coming in. Mm -hmm. And she's probably the biggest celebrity to be on Housewives, I would say. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, unquestionably, right? Right, for sure. Yeah.
0: Like Lisa Renner was famous but i feel like being on the show made her more famous
1: definitely you know denise came in bond girl she was in quite a few movies i mean nobody thinks she's a good actress but yeah you know she has a pretty uh decent filmography um married to charlie sheen that was a high profile celebrity couple very fucking high profile scandalous celebrity couple breakup
0: yeah that was a big scandal when it happened we will definitely cover that eventually on here
1: yeah actually we should cover that soon i feel like it would be timely honestly
0: i did start looking into it one day to do it like a few months ago and i just got really overwhelmed
1: <laughs> there's a lot
0: and i was like i'm gonna do john and k plus eight instead okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> because then you have to go down the charlie sheen rabbit hole a little bit
0: yeah and i i honestly started yeah. doing it and i was like. There's so much going on in the story. I like had a panic attack and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> Give me like a nice wholesome reality television t-
1: family. Yeah, you have Denise coming in as a celebrity who gave us scandal without being on reality TV. Yeah, you know she was t- tabloid cover fodder. Yeah, for many years, and she just didn't really bring it. I mean, I guess this year she was the focal point of the show. Um, but a a big narrative point was that she was avoiding the mm-hmm. confrontation.
0: Yeah. And that's like I think what the problem is. And I think she honestly could have walked out of it unscathed if she just allowed herself to to be open. Um and I get it. I think the whole drama that got brought up with her with like the Brandy Glenville, for people who don't watch it, basically that she was that she cheated on her husband with brandy glanville who was an old housewife it was mean it was kind of mean-spirited it was very gossipy it was like very personal and i understand that maybe she didn't sign up for like that part of her life to be exposed but at the same time when you do reality television you kind of have to prepare for anything to be exposed so i think if she were to not run away from it and just be more honest it would have got resolved better and she could have maybe continued on the show but yeah kind of disappointing and they hyped it up so much at the beginning of the season being like "This drama is gonna be crazy and like i thought it was gonna be so crazy and it was like anticlimactic honestly
1: (laughs) but even dating back two years ago when she first joined a lot of fans were super hyped because they're like denise fucking richards is joining the show this is another level of fame than we're used to on real housewives usually it's someone with not a lot of Background coming in, and you learn about them. But we know a lot about Denise Richards, and now she's going to let us peek into her life a little bit more intimately, which didn't really happen. And I'm actually more team Denise on this season. So even though I'm disappointed in how everything turned out, I do feel like she was unfairly targeted. And it doesn't matter whether or not she slept with Brandy. Honestly, I don't really care. That's why I wish she just either denied, 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 or had some sort of like confrontation with yeah. with other housewives about it. That would have been cool. Um, she just avoided it. There was one underlying factor, though. She's going through some court proceedings with Charlie Sheen yeah, about her kids. See, this is why Denise was such a good prospect as a housewife, because she has a lot of drama. Right. But I don't think she wanted to show any of that on the show. Yeah. So she talked about it briefly I think in the first episode of this season. She's like, "Yeah, I'm going through a lot of issues with Charlie, like we're we're going to court, he's suing me over the kids." So I think that was her major concern. Yeah. When it came to being exposed, you know, let's say it's true, like she she just maybe didn't want that to become now an issue in yeah. court. I think I think that was weighing heavily on her mind. I think in at the end of the day, Denise had too much on the line. Yeah. Um, in her personal life, ironically. Like, her personal life was actually way too dramatic right? to be to doing be. a reality show.
0: Agreed. Yeah. It was maybe bad timing for her to do a reality show. Let's say that.
1: Yeah, maybe if all her stuff with Charlie was behind her. But I don't think it'll ever be. It'll never be.
0: No. It'll last
1: forever, which sucks. Um, yeah.
0: But you know who would be great on reality TV now that she has an open schedule and the rumors are being meddled around right now? Kris Jenner is in the talks to join not in the talks but there's rumors that she would be joining Beverly Hills I think this was kind of like a rumor even last year a little bit she did make an appearance on an episode this season and now her show conveniently is over and Denise Richards is stepping off the show mm-hmm. so I wonder if it would happen I don't see it happening but it would be kind
1: of fun this has been rumored for years and she's close friends with Kyle Richards this would mm-hmm. be a really Easy way for the Kardashians to, you know, keep themselves on the screen, but maybe with less responsibility. Yeah. Because instead of having to be, like, the focus of a show, like, your name is in the show's title, you have to carry it, you're instead a part of an ensemble cast, so you keep yourself in the limelight, but, again, way, way, way less responsibility to have to actually deliver on your own. Yeah.
0: I would be down for that, I even though I've never like been watching the Kardashians or anything. I actually, I feel like Chris Jenner is the one that I don't really have. I've always found her to be entertaining because she's kind of just like crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, So I would watch it. I would totally watch her on. It. I think she'd be crazy and fun. And, and, and she's the right amount of drama. Like she's good at drama, but she's not like a psychopath, you know?
1: And it would be interesting to see Chris Jenner on a show where she doesn't have full control.
0: Right. Exactly. Cause she, would just be part of the cast. She's not like producing it, mm-hmm. which I produced.
1: <laughs> Keeping up with the Kardashians. I hear it's so highly produced now; it's just gross. Yeah, like there, it's full acting now. Yeah. But Real Housewives, there's a little bit of acting, but for the most part, you're just thrown to the wolves. Yeah, they're good at it. They're good at what they do. <laughs> I feel like uh, there are way more skeletons know. in that closet, Rye. So it would be interesting to to maybe see those exposed if she was a part of Housewives.
0: Yep, and she has definitely some shit going on that we don't know about. But I'd be down. I'd be down. And then I feel like Kim and Courtney and all them would like make appearances or whatever. Mm Can be fun. Um, Okay, we have one last little headline that Armin um, found that made us chuckle. Uh,
1: (laughs) It's a it's a great PSA from a celebrity.
0: Mm -hmm. We love PSAs.
1: We love PSAs. We usually deliver them. Yeah. But T.I., you know T.I., right?
0: Yep, just live your life.
1: Just live your life. Mm-hmm. Hey. Oh, I haven't heard that song in a long time. Great song. Great song. Um, T.I. delivered a PSA this week. He wanted to urge people to buy property with their government funds instead of expensive clothes. So this is a PSA from T.I. He's saying... If you got that $1,200 stimulus check back in April or May or whenever you got it, yeah. buy property with that $1,200. Don't buy expensive clothes, people. Right. right. I don't know about you, Rai, but <laughs> I bought a few properties with that 1200
0: Yeah, I actually have tripled my property ownerage.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so only, tr- am- only tripled.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean... Tripling now means I have 36 properties. Um, so... I see. Yeah, the $1,200 really, really helped in in making me be able to buy um whatever the math on that is, amount of property is. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I mean, I thought it was common knowledge that if you got $1,200 from the government... Mm-hmm. That you should buy property. Apparently, people are buying expensive clothes with that, which doesn't make any sense to me. $1,200 is not enough for expensive clothes, but it is enough for property. So kind of confused on why people are going that direction. You um, can't
1: buy Gucci with $1,200. Right. But property? Property. Now we're talking. Own some property. Forget Gucci.
0: So, yeah, hopefully, um, if the government is... Uh, kind enough to allow us another six dollars per day um that maybe i could buy even more property becoming less
1: by the day by the way rye every day that (laughs) goes by we don't get another stimulus check that that dollar amount gets less and less but as of today yes it's six dollars a day
0: Mm, so kind Um, i mean
1: we're tripling our property ownerage as you said
0: yeah, and especially because, like, on average, I really only spend probably two fifty a day, $2.50 a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really making a save, even, I'm even saving um, at this point. So um, hopefully we can get uh, another one going, maybe renovate one of my properties um, next time. So thanks, T.I. Thank, Thank you, T.I. you,
1: T.I., for that advice. If I get a second stimulus check right, I think I'm going to buy a property in Chicago.
0: Yay! And we can do in-person podcasts at one of our many properties. Yeah, I
1: think I'll forego buying another property or tripling my property ownerage again because Mm -hmm. I'll buy a private jet instead. Mm. Which is akin to tripling your property ownerage. Yeah. Buy a property in Chicago so that way I could easily fly back and forth to my new property in Chicago. Maybe I'll go Uh Lakefront.
0: I say Lakefront. Um... And, like, I feel like a, you could definitely get a private job with 1200 if not, like, maybe two private jobs, maybe one for me.
1: I'm going to save some of it for gas, gas money. Yeah. Ah,
0: frick. Well, gas in that case, I don't work. know if you can do it. But we can make it work, make um, it work. Yeah. especially with, you know, all the income that we're getting from yeah. our investments. Um,
1: I love this kind of sage advice, though. You know, it really shows that um, he's in touch with the needs of the people, you know. His sure. boots are on the ground. He yeah. gets it.
0: Yeah. And it's just really nice of him to remind us what we should be doing with the $1,200 because mm-hmm. some people forget what you really can do with that much money.
1: It, it It's incomprehensible sometimes what you can do with $1,200. It's a lot.
0: Never seen that much money in my life. So <laughs> no, um, except for
1: that time in April.
0: Well, right. until then. Yeah. I was yeah. like, holy shit, this is so much money. I definitely don't make this in one week at my job. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see where we can go with that. Yeah. And um, just let me know where you get your um, property here so I can kind of start yeah. deciding how I'm going to you know, be a part of it and all that stuff. So.
1: We'll go lakefront together. We'll go in on a lakefront property. <gasps> yes, I can't
0: wait. I can't wait. Um, Thank
1: you, TI, I'll, for that PSA.
0: You heard it here first. In-person, Holly Shook's coming at you soon. And um, hopefully all of this shake up in your broadcasting Um, You're handling it well, everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot to go through in one short week, but we're here for you. If you guys need any help figuring out what to watch now on TV, since everything's canceled, um, just let us know. We will will give you advice.
1: (laughs) We do that too. We do PSAs and uh, broadcasting advice. We're basically the TV guide of podcasts.
0: Yes. Oh my God, I miss TV Guide. I used to love TV Guide um, magazine, which was so weird to think about because, They used to put all of the TV shows in order of what time they're going to be on. Mm. That's so strange that we used to do that. Anyway, enough tangents. Um, I'm going to tell you more about Moths, but off the air. (laughs) Um, I have a whole thing. And um, thank you guys for listening.